0: So that instead of being like, I'm going to respond annoyed to this, you say, I'm going to respond with peace to this. I'm going to feel joy in response to this situation. I'm going to feel calm and neutral in response to the situation. I'm going to feel love in response to this situation. And what that does, slowly but surely, is it gives you this state of peace that is just constantly running through your Through your life, because those difficult emotion programs aren't there anymore to be triggered. Welcome back to another episode of the Magic of Transformation podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zeller. I think I have said this maybe once before about another episode, but to date, this is the most important episode that I have recorded. And let me tell you why. I have become increasingly passionate about the topic of tools for transformation. And the main reason for this is because it doesn't have to be so hard. Like your journey of transformation, your journey of personal healing, of self-development, of evolution, of awakening doesn't actually have to be so exhausting and so grueling. For so many years, I had tools that weren't really moving the needle very much, and my journey of personal transformation during that time, which was basically my entire life up until the last 5 years, was really hard. It felt like I was chasing my tail. It felt like I was chasing something. It was like I had to hustle. I had to work so hard to just feel okay, or to feel great, I had to work even harder. I had to use my tools so much to maintain joy. And when I started finding tools that were so much more powerful, that moved the needle so much more, it was like a new world opened up to me because I didn't have to work so hard anymore. Because my tools, like one use of a really powerful tool was worth 100 uses of tools that weren't as powerful. And I also found that my journey towards joy, towards manifesting the things that I wanted to in my life, towards inner peace and creativity, prosperity, all the things that we all want, like we all want a very fulfilling life like that was all coming to me so much faster with better tools now the tool that i'm going to talk about today i do offer that i do offer this as like a product that you could buy right and at the end of this episode if you're interested in buying that there's a huge discount the biggest one that i've ever offered that you can use to buy this product i also talk about other ways to achieve the same outcome that my product yields ways that are a lot more expensive to to use, but I share those. The main reason, though, I have to say, like, from the bottom of my heart that I'm sharing this episode is not so you buy my product, but so you know that there's an easier, faster way towards all the things that you are looking for. And the reason I want to tell you that is because I wish someone would have told me, oh, my God, like, Again, it was so grueling. Personal transformation was so hard. And that is, I mean, that's ultimately why I started this whole podcast was to offer easier ways of transforming and to offer better routes, better pathways, better workflows, better tools. Because I found that, again, it doesn't have to be so hard and it doesn't have to be so confusing. And this is my number one tool that I use across all of my coaching and all of my workshops is this tool that I'm going to talk about today. So whether or not you use my particular tool, like whether or not you buy my particular product, matters not to me. I mean, I hope that you do because it will definitely change your life if you do. But more importantly to me is just that you know that there's an easier path forward and you don't have to struggle so much like every time you feel bad or every time you, you've lost your sense of inner peace or joy. And that is why this is the most important episode that I have put out to date. So it's coming to you from the bottom of my heart, from all of my past suffering that I have been able to liberate myself from. Because there is a part of you that is dying to live, to shine more brightly out in the world, to feel more joy, to feel more lit up and alive. And the fastest way to do that is to change our programs, which is what I'm going to talk about in this episode And I want the same liberation for you that I have been able to achieve in my own life. If you have friends that have been on like the self-development or personal transformation journey for a while, or even if they're brand new, send them this episode so that they too know that they don't have to struggle so hard using tools that, again, just don't really move the needle very far. As a reminder, at the end of this month of October of 2023, I am going to be doing a drawing for somebody that wins either a one-on-one magic session with me or money off of a workshop. All you have to do to be entered into that drawing is to leave a five-star written review. You can see a link of how to do that in the show notes. If you are interested in working with me, you can see all of my offerings at thetransformationschool.com, just to let you know. Right now, I am enrolling for my, it's about a 10-month program, Your Life's Work, and this program has many, many forms of subconscious reprogramming in it. It is by far the most comprehensive program that I offer, and it is really all about reprogramming your programs. And so if today's episode really resonates with you, even if you love your job, honestly, I would suggest that you take your life's work because we can always go deeper with the love of our job. We can always go deeper with our sense of joy. And I have had people sign up just because they want to become more awakened and they want to identify what programs are holding them back and remove them and just feel more lit up and alive. So I have a lot of people that sign up that are just looking for a more fulfilling life, more fulfilling relationships, etc. Your life's work is not just about work. I'm a big believer that if you want joy in your job, you also need to learn how to cultivate it in all aspects of your life. So it's an extremely comprehensive program where we look at everything in your life and build joy from the ground up. If you're interested in that program, just reach out to me. You can see a link of how to contact me in the show notes, or you can DM me directly on my Instagram account at Stephanie Zeller Speaks, and we can chat about if it is a good fit for you. And if you are interested in just dipping your toe in to using this tool, then be sure to listen to the end so that you can catch the discount code to trigger free. This discount code is only going to be valid for a limited time, so be sure to take advantage of that. All right, let's do this thing. Let's get into this episode. Today, I want to talk about something that is so, so important to me, which is the tool, the healing modality that has completely changed my life more than any other tool. I have become increasingly passionate. About this tool, because I have really seen over the last five to six years how it has massively accelerated me and my healing journey, and how I've had friends and colleagues that are really dedicated to self healing and personal transformation and performance and evolution. And what's happened is. I have seen my own trajectory and my own growth and evolution far exceed theirs in terms of my own personal sense of inner freedom, of joy, and of peace. And the only reason I believe that that has occurred, that I have kind of exceeded them, is because of this one tool. It's because of my use of this one tool. And I believe if they were using this same tool they would be at the same rate as me. So the reason I'm saying that is like, it's not me. It's not like I'm really special. Uh, It's that this tool is really powerful. And it hyper accelerates your journey. And the journey of personal transformation, we do this, so our life gets better. Like we transform we learn about self-help tools and we go to therapy or, you know, whatever it is that you do in your life that makes you dedicated to personal transformation. The, the reason you are likely doing that is to improve your life, to make your life better. And whether that means for you, like, more financial abundance, more opportunities, better relationships, or it's more of an inner journey of, like, you want inner confidence, inner peace, inner joy. Either way, that's why we do the work that we do. Now, I've always been obsessed about doing things faster. Like, it's just something that I've always been (laughs) obsessed with. So in my last career in dentistry as a specialist, as a prosthodontist, what I specialized in was the use of technology in dentistry. And the reason I was so interested in technology, besides the fact that technology in and of itself has just always interested me was because technology vastly accelerated people's treatment and increased the likelihood for a favorable outcome. So technology gave me the power to be faster and more precise. And I loved that. I mean, I was obsessed with that. I was obsessed with increasing precision and increasing speed. Because a lot of people believe, Oh if you go faster then you're compromising quality you're compromising precision but that is not true you just have to find the right tools the right workflows the right route to do things quickly and with precision so that was something that I was just really really obsessed with in my last career then when I transitioned into the field of personal transformation I became obsessed with that in this field and Perhaps it's because I was very impatient. I don't know. But I really just wanted tools for my personal life that made me feel better quickly. And what I found that I was being given were a bunch of tools that to me felt like Band-Aids, meaning they made me feel better in the moment after I was already feeling a difficult feeling. But the thing that I was always obsessed with was like, well, how can I stop these difficult feelings from arising in the first place? Like, is that even possible? Now, most people believed that it wasn't. Like most people that I spoke to, a lot of people that I listened to on podcasts, etc., their belief was sort of the human condition is suffering. And that is just the way that life is. Life is really fucking hard. And the best that we can do is just use the tools that we have, use our mindfulness tools, like go to therapy, and, you know, make the most of it. And I just didn't believe that. Like, I was like, no, I don't believe this. <laughs> and I kind of went to the ends of the earth to find an alternative theory, an alternative narrative. And that was how my journey of searching for superior tools that both I could use very, very quickly and with great precision came about. I tested So many ways to heal myself, both with practitioners that I would go to, and I would take courses to learn new techniques. And I would try these all out on me first. And then once I started coaching, I started trying these out on clients as well. And my goal was how can I both heal myself? How can I create more joy in my life? Create a job that I love so much, create more abundance, create more opportunities and find deep inner confidence and inner peace for me? And also, how can I then do that for my clients as quickly as possible? So in everything that I do with my clients, my goal is to get them from A to B, problem to solution, as quickly as possible, like as quickly as possible. And it's so funny, because in the field of personal transformation, a lot of like healers and coaches really rail against this this notion that things can be done fast and they tell people like to slow down and that it's not possible to go fast and that if you want to go fast that you're focusing on the wrong things and i just totally disagree i mean it was my fervor and my desire to go fast that actually helped me to go fast and it was also that that helped me to find really really powerful tools that work very, very quickly and with great precision, meaning they yield amazing, amazing results that I was not finding with a lot of traditional tools. Now, before I go into the nitty gritty, like more in depth about what this tool is and et cetera, et cetera, what I just want to say is there's no bad tools. There's no bad tools, and I use a lot of tools. So although I'm going to talk about the, like the number one tool that changed my life today, I also use a lot of additional tools in my life. Like I go to yoga, I do breath work, I practice nervous system regulation exercises. There's a whole lot of tools that I just use day to day, but they're not my primary tool. My primary tool is what really moves the needle. And I believe if everyone used this tool that everyone's lives would be vastly different, vastly improved. And this is part of my mission is to get these tools out there and get more people using them because I've seen the insane difference it's made in the lives of my clients that have used this tool repeatedly and diligently. And I know the difference it's made in my own. So this tool that has changed my life more than anything else is subconscious reprogramming. So I want to break down what subconscious reprogramming is and why it's so powerful and why it's also different from other tools. If we think about the term reprogramming, that implies that there are programs that we are changing. So what are these programs? Well, any time you feel any difficult emotion at all, so like annoyance, anger, sadness, loneliness, anxiety, worry, any difficult emotion whatsoever, the reason you're feeling that emotion is because a program in your brain got triggered And that program is telling you to feel that emotion. So we like to think that we are totally conscious and aware of everything that's happening to us in our lives, of everything that we're thinking, of everything that we're feeling. But your conscious brain can only hold, I think it's like seven to 14 things in it at any given time. That is very, very small compared to all the information that is actually stored within your brain. Think about it. Like, think about all the memories of your life. Are you consciously thinking about all those memories of your life? Are you consciously thinking about all the things that you've learned, all the things that you know at once? No, of course not. Like, your brain would melt if you were consciously aware of all those things at any given time. So if you're not consciously aware of it, where is it? Well, it's all just stored, filed away in your subconscious mind your subconscious mind is responsible for 95% of your thinking processes. And here's the interesting thing. Anything that you do or feel in your life is dictated by a program in your subconscious mind. And these programs are triggered with certain life events with certain things that happen to you throughout your day. For instance, if somebody cuts you off in traffic and they were like really close to hitting you, and your response is to feel aggravated or annoyed, what happened in that moment was there was a program in your subconscious mind that got activated. And just like on a computer, the program comes up on the screen and the program says, you should feel annoyed because this just happened. And that's what the program is telling you to feel. So anytime you feel any difficult emotion, it's because a program in your subconscious mind has been programmed in to tell you to feel that difficult emotion. So if you bring to mind just like a computer, like a computer screen, and then you think about how on your computer screen, how you have different programs open at different times, this is how your brain works. You have different programs that are running at different times, and these programs are dictating to you what you should be thinking and how you should be feeling and the actions that you should be taking. When I learned this when I was on my own journey, I started wondering Well, okay. if I have all these programs that were programmed into my mind that are telling me like that I should be anxious about this, worried about this, waiting for the last shoe to drop, really triggered when an unexpected event happens or when my friend doesn't call me back or when my partner says something really shitty and triggers me, like if I have all these programs that are telling me this, what are my tools doing with these programs? And essentially what most tools are doing with the programs is they are kind of pushing them to the background, or momentarily closing them down. That's what a lot of tools do. So for instance, again, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with these tools, right? If these tools are working, keep using them. But this is just what these tools are doing in general. So if I get triggered, if my partner does something that is really activating to me, really triggering to me, and I go on a run, or I use breathwork exercises, or I meditate, those tools may help that program to shut down for a while. And that's why you feel better, because that program isn't running, or maybe it's not running in the foreground, maybe it even got pushed into the background, but it's still kind of, you know, running behind the scenes, but it's not like right in the forefront of your mind, which is what happens when we get triggered. And so those difficult emotions are subdued a little bit, and you feel better. And that's why it feels like, okay, my tools are working, like it, it worked to go on a run. But then two to three days later, if your partner does something else that's very similar that triggers you, it's going to reactivate, it's going to reopen that program. And you're going to feel the whole thing all over again and then you're going to have to use those tools again. And so when I was, you know, obsessing over like the neuroscience of this and the neurobiology of this, I was thinking like, well, is there a way to change the program because this is exhausting to me. This is exhausting to have to. It's like I felt like I was like chasing after the program. And I wanted to get in front of the program, and change the program. And I just thought, is there any way I can just change the program so that if my partner does this again, I actually won't be triggered at all. Like, I will be able to just sit there in total calm neutrality and not be triggered at all. And I was so so obsessed with knowing if there was a way to change that. Now, right around this time, I started doing EMDR, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing therapy with an amazing, amazing therapist. And we were doing this treatment modality to help eliminate any triggers around a trauma that I had in childhood. So, we started using this, and I started finding that if certain things would come up around that trauma, I was feeling really calm. I was feeling neutral. I wasn't getting activated. And I never thought this would happen. Like, this trauma was so horrific that I thought if it ever came up again, or if, you know, somebody brought like a similar trauma up to somebody else or something that I would always be triggered by. It. I just thought like, okay, like I'm going to have to live with this. But I found that, wow, this isn't bothering me at all anymore. Like, I can't believe it. So then I started taking in other things into EMDR therapy. And I started taking in other things that had happened in childhood, like with my parents or, you know, with exes or things like that that weren't as like traumatic or like small t traumas and we started using emdr therapy around that and i just started finding that again and again those programs had somehow been changed in that emdr practice because something would come up or an event would happen that was similar to all these events that i was taking through emdr and they weren't triggering me anymore now do you see how this is different from using other tools Because what we did was we took the computer program and we changed the program. We reprogrammed. And I was obsessed. I mean, I was obsessed. So I started taking some classes and I started reading all of these books about the research of this treatment modality. And I mean, I went deep, deep, deep into the weeds. And what I did was I started creating my own proprietary process that was kind of similar to EMDR, but also a little bit different. And I started testing it out. I I tested it out first on my own. I would record myself and then I would test it on clients. And my whole goal here was, are we just making this person feel better in the moment or are we actually changing the program? Are they able to face the same situation again, and not be triggered, not be activated, not feel a difficult feeling in response to what is happening? Because imagine for a moment, all the things that happen like at work, or just in your day to day, that cause you a little bit of annoyance. Like, let's just take annoyance for a minute. Imagine that each one of those things, is its own freestanding program in the computer of your mind. And imagine you could reprogram it so that instead of being like, I'm going to respond annoyed to this, you say, I'm going to respond with peace to this. I'm going to feel joy in response to this situation. I'm going to feel calm and neutral in response to this situation. I'm going to feel love in response to this situation and what that does slowly but surely is it gives you this state of peace that is just constantly running through your through your life because those difficult emotion programs aren't there anymore to be triggered so that is what reprogramming is now in order to reprogram you have to be working directly with the subconscious mind, and you have to do it in a very precise, targeted fashion. So you have to essentially know what it is, know the program that you are targeting, and you have to be precise enough with your methodology to change that program. And that is part of what I have developed. It's also what EMDR will do. There's a couple other kind of like treatment modalities that do the same thing or something similar. But in order to do this, you have to have access to the subconscious mind. Now, normally, as we are walking around from day to day, We are using our conscious mind. We don't have access to our subconscious mind because it's subconscious, meaning below our conscious awareness. But if we can change our brain waves into a particular wave pattern, it gives us access to the subconscious mind. So that is what my form that I have created a subconscious reprogramming will do. It will change your wave patterns. It will put you in a little bit of a hypnotic state so that you can gain access to these programs. And then I lead you through a process through a recording to help you reprogram that program. Now, to make this even more tangible, have you ever had a situation in your life Where you got to this point where you were just like, enough is enough. And you were just done. Like, you were just like... I'm done. Like I am fucking done with this situation. A lot of times people will arrive at this with like old intimate relationships. I don't know if you've ever experienced that. Sometimes they can be like in a work relationship, like someone is just consistently using you as a doormat or something just keeps happening to you over and over and over again. And then all of a sudden you're just like, boom, I'm done. Like I am so, so done with this. And no matter what Anyone could say to you in that moment it's like you would not be able to go back. You were just like, "No, I've seen enough, I felt enough, I am so so done." And when you get to that state, it's almost like there's a peace there. It's like a you just know that you're done. And that's it. It's almost like there's a still quiet calmness there. Right? That's what it's like to change your programs. After you have totally reprogrammed a program, that's how you feel in every situation. It's like a still quiet confident as fuck, calm. You're just essentially like, no, this doesn't bother me. Yeah, I'm not going to be used as a doormat. Or what you're doing right now is not going to trigger me. I just don't care anymore. Like you act however you're going to act, but it's no longer triggering anything in me because I'm free of that program. So my tool, my workshop Trigger Free has two ways that you can do this subconscious reprogramming process. And the biggest shifts I see in clients that use this tool, so there's obviously some clients like there is with everything, where they'll purchase the tool, but they won't use it. So my clients that use this tool consistently, I'm talking like a couple times a week, the biggest shifts and changes I see in them is number one, obviously, they get triggered far less frequently. (laughs) I mean, it's called trigger free. So they are just like way more calm, way more happy, have access to way more joy. The second biggest change is that they are more confident. Because when you know that you can change your program, that you can change any program that is making you feel poorly, that is making you feel not good, You suddenly feel like you can conquer the world. You feel invincible. You feel so powerful. You feel so confident because essentially you're not a victim anymore to your hidden subconscious programming. Anytime you feel upset, lonely, isolated, insecure, lack of confidence, you can just use trigger free this tool and it will change the programming. I mean, talk about power. It's like, whoa. So they are way more powerful. They feel way more powerful. They are way more powerful and way more confident. And number three, they are so much more free, free to be who they really are, free to try new things without the fear of failure, without perfectionism, free to express themselves in the world, free to move about, free to be with family without feeling like anxious or distracted, just just free in general. And that is also what subconscious reprogramming did for me. Subconscious reprogramming freed me from all those programs that I felt shackled to, that I felt like I was a victim to, that I was struggling working my ass off with tools like meditation and working out and yoga and breath work, all these other tools that, you know, are great and tools that I still use, but they just weren't changing the program they weren't changing the program. It's like I would use them and then something would trigger me again. And I wanted something more. and I wanted something that worked very quickly. And that is what subconscious reprogramming has done for me and can do for you too. Now in your life right now, just think about when is the last time somebody said something to you that annoyed you? just bring that to mind just very quickly. When is the last time somebody said something to me that just kind of like it rubbed me the wrong way? When is the last time that a family member did or said something to you that just didn't feel good to you, didn't feel good in your body? When is the last time that something didn't happen the way that you wanted it to? Like you had planned it or you were really expecting this one thing to go this way, but it didn't go that way for you. When is the last time that you felt a little bit of anxiety or dread, like on a Sunday evening about the work week ahead? And last, when was the last time that you couldn't stop thinking about something? Like it just kept spinning around and round and round in your head. Every single one of these is a program that is triggered by certain events in your life. Every single one of these you can use subconscious reprogramming on to change the program. Every single one of these you can be totally free from permanently. Now the last thing I want to do is I want to just compare a couple other tools to what they're doing to your programs and the difference between those tools and subconscious reprogramming tools such as EMDR or like my workshop Trigger Free And if you have worked with me, especially in my workshop, Your Life's Work, you also have access to a lot of other reprogramming tools like self limiting belief reprogramming and manifestation reprogramming. So those all fall into the subconscious reprogramming category. What I want to compare and contrast is meditation, hypnosis, and subconscious reprogramming, because I just think it's really interesting. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. And maybe you will too. So first of all, there's a lot of different ways to meditate, and there's also a lot of different reasons to meditate. Like maybe you meditate just to quiet the default mode network. Maybe you meditate because you are like on an awakening journey and you really want to feel yourself as consciousness. Maybe you meditate because it just makes you feel better and you don't even really know why you meditate. There's like mantra-based meditations, mindfulness-based meditations. I mean, I have tried them all. Okay, like pretty much I've tried them all. And I believe I started meditating. I started doing like light meditation in maybe 2010 2011. And then I did really, really heavy, like two to four times a day meditation, starting in 2014. And then I did meditation that many times a day for several years. And then I kind of moved into some like more nervous system regulation based meditations like heart coherence and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, so I digress. Anyways, point being, there's a lot of different kinds of meditation. Now, what I love meditation for is it can help you detach from your programs like it helps you to remember or to realize that you are not your programs. You are the computer that your programs are running on. But you are not the programs. And a lot of times we feel like we're the programs. Like if I feel like I'm triggered, I feel like it's me who's triggered. But really, I'm the computer. And there's just a computer program running in me that's saying I should be triggered. But I'm actually not that program. I, if I know how, I can sort of detach myself from that feeling, not in a dissociative way, like not in I'm dissociating, but just a recognition of like, oh, okay, there's a feeling that's moving through me right now, and that is not me. And that's amazing. Like, it's, it's really important to cultivate that ability, which is why I still meditate in certain ways. So I'm not saying meditation is bad, right? Like, there's utility to it. But here's what it doesn't do. It doesn't change your programs. It just doesn't change your programs. What meditation can do is it largely does two things. And I'm not saying it's limited to these two things. But these are the two things that I think it mostly does. And what I'm going to cover today is it does what I just said, which is helps you realize that you are not the programs, you are the computer, the programs are running on. And number two, it in many senses can help to close down the programs. So if I'm feeling triggered or I'm worried about something and I sit down uh, for 20 minutes on my meditation pillow and I meditate, and by the way, you know, meditation can also be done like in movement meditations or even like in kind of a cathartic dance. But anyways, what that practice can do is it can shut the program down and that will provide you with some relief and it will make you feel better. But again, that program is still there and it will get triggered again. So to me, that's like chasing my tail. Like if I'm using meditation every time I get triggered or I'm trying to avoid responding in a way that I don't want to respond or something upsetting has happened to me, that's like me just like chasing my tail because I'm just having to repeat, 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 repeat. And it's a really, really slow, grueling. I mean, I think actually very painful way of changing your programs. And I'm not saying that meditation, if done like a fuckload can't change your programs. I think that over time, if you do it hundreds and hundreds of times that can, but like, do you want to do that? Like, do you want to meditate hundreds of times or do you want to use subconscious reprogramming once? Right? Like, I mean, you know, so meditation will close down your programs, but it will not change them. Okay. Now, what is hypnosis doing? Because hypnosis is really interesting. It's kind of like this in between. And I know a lot of people that go to a hypnotherapist and I myself have been to a hypnotherapist and I've also been trained in hypnotherapy. What hypnosis is doing is it is installing a new program. So in hypnosis, especially if you're seeing like a good hypnotherapist, they will put you into a certain brainwave state, they will gain access to your subconscious mind, and then they will install a new program. So for instance, if you have a program that says, I'm not good at getting on stage and speaking, and if I have to get on stage to speak, I'm going to feel anxiety. That is what your current existing program says. What hypnotherapy can do is a hypnotherapist will install a new program that says, I am really confident and I can get on the stage and speak without any anxiety. Wouldn't that be great, right? Like that's what a new program will do for you, by the way. Here's the interesting thing, though. Hypnotherapy normally, like I would say probably 95% of the time, does not change old programs. It just installs new ones. So now what's occurring is you actually have two programs that are running simultaneously. So when you go to like practice or get on stage with hypnotherapy, you will often have two programs. So you will have like this program that says I should be anxious. And then this program that says I should be confident. And those two programs can butt heads. Now, if you go to a hypnotherapist like three to five times and they are consistently working on that same belief, so they are installing the belief in the first hypnotherapy appointment. But then subsequent to that, what they're doing is they're just reinforcing it with more and more hypnotherapy. And what that does is it strengthens the neural connection of the new program. So it makes the new program extra, extra strong that eventually, if you go to hypnotherapy enough, it can overpower the old program. So that's why a lot of times if people are like, yeah, I went to hypnotherapy like five times and then I stopped smoking. That's because they were able to build in a new program into that person's subconscious mind that over time, with multiple appointments, was able to overpower the old program. And old programs will eventually kind of die if they aren't used for a very, very long time. So hypnotherapy works, but. I've just found in experimentation with this, both in receiving hypnotherapy and giving hypnotherapy, that it's not as strong as subconscious reprogramming because we're not actually changing the original program. So if a hypnotherapist, and some can do this, by the way, like some know skills and techniques of how to do this. They can put you in a subconscious state, and they can change the old program and install the new one at the same time. And that is subconscious reprogramming. And yeah, some some hypnotherapists know how to do that. So that's kind of the difference between subconscious reprogramming, hypnotherapy, and meditation. Now, to sum all of that up, let's use a example. Let's say that someone challenges your competency. Like, they, they think that what you do for work or your parenting or you and your relationship, like, you're incompetent. They're just like, oh, you're really bad at this. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> So someone says something like really shitty to you about something that you love doing and you think you're really good at doing, but they tell you that you're just really bad at it and it triggers you, okay? Triggers are not just responses to trauma. Triggers, as I alluded to earlier with all of those questions, a trigger is any difficult emotion whatsoever. That is a program that is running in your head. So this person comes up and they challenge your competency with something, your relationship, your, your parenting or your job. And you feel pissed and you feel defensive. What do you do? If you go meditate, what that's going to do? if it's like a really good meditation session, is it is going to help you find some relief and is going to help you close down that program. And that's fine if no one ever challenges your competency with anything ever again. Because if no one ever challenges your competency with anything ever again, then okay, that program will never be triggered again. But likely at some point, someone is going to say something that's going to feel like they're challenging your competency. And what's going to happen is that program's just going to open right back up. That's what happens with something like meditation and with some other tools. Let's say you go to a hypnotherapist. The hypnotherapist can install a new belief in your subconscious mind that says, I am confident in what I'm doing, no matter what anyone says. Okay. The next time somebody challenges your competency, you may feel like an inner conflict because part of you feels kind of confident, but the other part of you is still feeling like, mm, I don't know. So which program is going to win out? It depends on the day. It depends on who's triggering you. It depends on how triggering it actually is. And it depends on how many times you went to that hypnotherapist to install that new belief. So it can be kind of hit or miss. Number three, you do subconscious reprogramming on it. And in your subconscious reprogramming, you reprogram it to, I don't need to defend myself to anyone. I know who I am and I know what I can do. And the next time somebody challenges your competency, you're able to respond with calmness, with neutrality, and maybe even with curiosity. Because you're so confident in yourself and your own capabilities that it's like it just ping pongs off of you. And you know it has nothing to do with you. And you're actually able to look at them and say, why are you responding like this? Like, why are you saying this to me? What's going on with you? And you're able to do that because you feel so calm and so confident because you're no longer running on that old programming. Now you have a new program that allows you to maintain your confidence and your peace internally. What I want to close with is two signs that you've totally reprogrammed something. Because as I mentioned earlier, like, you know, when you've gotten to that moment in your life, when you're like, no more, that means that you've reprogrammed something. So we are able to in our life, reprogram things at times without using subconscious reprogramming. And the way that normally happens is we experience something enough, like enough times we experience enough pain, that finally we have an internal shift where we suddenly see the situation with brand new eyes in a brand new way, and we don't essentially allow it to continue. Or we feel total calm and peace about it. We're just like, whoa, that's crazy. I feel totally free from that now, finally. But usually that takes like a lot of pain that just has to keep repeating. And so the great thing about subconscious reprogramming is you don't have to go through all of that. You can just use the recording, the trigger-free recording, or EMDR, if you're working with a therapist, and free yourself from it immediately. And you don't have to repeat it 500 times, right, before you finally get sick of it. But whether you're using my subconscious reprogramming process or another one, here are two signs that you've totally reprogrammed something. Number one, the situation or event happens again. So the the thing that used to trigger you happens again. But this time, you feel calm and neutral, able to think clearly, no difficult feelings arising in you at all. None at all. That's when you know you have reprogrammed and it has been integrated. It has been coded in and it is done. No difficult feelings arising in you at all. If this isn't the case, then that means the program hasn't changed all the way. Now, with some really huge programs that have caused us a lot of pain in our lives, like for instance, oh, I'm insecure and I feel like uh, I'm worried at some point my partner's going to leave me or... I'm worried the last shoe's going to drop. Sometimes like those kind of programs can be really, really heavy. And we have to reprogram them many, many times because there's a lot of different programs that are saying the same thing that are running around in our mind. So we have to kind of start reprogramming a lot of them. And it's kind of like dominoes. You don't have to reprogram all 5,000 of them. Once you hit a certain threshold of them, it's like dominoes, they kind of all start to fall. But... What happens with really big things is we do have to sometimes subconsciously reprogram them many, many times. And each time you do it, you're kind of like hitting it from a different angle. You're hitting a different program that is similar to all the other ones. So as you are in the middle of reprogramming, you will find yourself getting like less triggered. So that same event will happen again, and you will feel less difficult feelings, like you won't get as charged. But you're not to the point where there's no difficult feelings. Like there's still some kind of icky stuff that's rising up. So what that means is that the program just hasn't changed all the way. And if you have reprogramming tools with me, this means that you need to keep repeating their use until it does disappear completely. And in the workshop Trigger Free, there is some education in will my trigger totally go away the first time or will I have to use this process more than once? So you can listen to that in the workshop Trigger Free. But right now in your life, if there are things that are upsetting you or causing you to obsess about or think about or worry about or have anxiety about, that's a program. And you know that that program hasn't gone away if it's still active. If something happens and it's triggered, if you feel any difficult emotion around it at all, then it's a program that is still running. Versus... You never think about it, or it never comes up, or the next time something similar happens that would normally trigger that program, it doesn't. It doesn't trigger it. And you're able to stay in a place of calmness and neutrality and maybe even curiosity and no difficult feelings arise in you at all. So that's sign number one that you've totally reprogrammed something. Sign number two is when you can think back on the triggering situation and you feel calm and neutral. And you're able to see it totally differently than you did before in a way that doesn't cause you to feel or be defensive, in a way that doesn't cause you to feel or be defensive. So the last time someone really upset you, imagine being able to change that program enough to where you can think back on that situation and you don't feel upset about it. You don't feel defensive about it. It just feels like it's just something that happened, but there's no difficult emotion that arises in you when you think back on it. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome? That's what subconscious reprogramming can do for you. And that is a sign that you've totally reprogrammed something. Okay, so that about covers it. This is the number one tool that has changed my life. And... If you listen to the episode, The Tipping Point of Transformation, How to Go All In and Love Your Process of Transforming, the fastest way to get to that tipping point, in my opinion, is with subconscious reprogramming. And the reason I've become so passionate about this, and the reason I've kind of mentioned it a lot in some of my more recent episodes is because... I have seen a lot of people in my life over the last few years that keep struggling with the same things. And it's just kind of gotten to this point where I've realized like, oh, my God, I would do anything to convince them ultimately that this tool could change their life and that they could be free of all this pain and all these triggers and all these like annoyances. Like, let's say your life is like really good and you love it and you feel like you hardly ever get triggered. Okay. That's great. But what about the times that you do? Do you want to keep living with those triggers? That's what subconscious programming can free you from. And that's what my workshop trigger free can free you from. And I'm of course, I'm selling a product here, but this product has changed lives. And that is what I'm here to, to do is to like, I mean, if I could even give words to describe how much this has changed my life, I, I, I just have no words. This has freed me. This tool has freed me. If I did everything else but didn't have this tool, I would still be suffering immensely, immensely. Immensely. And I know that because I used all the other tools for years before I found subconscious reprogramming, and it was subconscious reprogramming that moved the needle for me. So to close, if you are ready to try subconscious reprogramming, I would love for you to. And you can sign up to get that subconscious reprogramming tool by enrolling in my workshop, Trigger Free. You can find the link in the show notes. And for the rest of this month, this workshop will be $150 off. That is the biggest discount that I have ever given on Trigger Free if you use the code October 150. October 150 when you sign up, only good for October of 2023. If you're listening to this past October, check out the show notes anyways, because there may be a deal still going or a similar one. You guys, more more freedom and peace is available to you than you even know. And the next time you feel a difficult emotion, you feel upset, you feel let down, you feel anxious, you feel worried. I want you to think about this. And I want you to know that a tool is available for you to break free.